0: Welcome to Train Descendant. I'm Raya, and I'm the daughter. And I'm Joe, and I'm the dad.
1: We've got a topic here that is really interesting. In fact, we're going to go back to the 80s. What do you say? You (laughs) want to go back to the 80s? (laughs) I love going back to the 80s, usually. Okay, we're going to tell you just what's happening right after this. Here we are. Back in the 80s, I remember when you were a kid, you and three of
0: your friends, or were there more? I think there were a group. It depends because one of them moved at one point, so I think that there were four, Um, and then one moved down to Madison. Okay. So anyway, uh, you, back in
1: your days of maybe... Oh, 8th grade, ninth grade, you started playing these games together. I remember one of the games you used to do was called Car Wars, and you spent a lot of time always just making the cars, and I don't know if you ever played the game.
0: Oh, we played played that one quite a bit, but a few years ago, when I say a few years ago, no, probably a decade ago now, but my friend that moved down to Madison... Decided that for his birthday, he wanted to get together with the same group of people and say, let's get together and play Car Wars. And so we have now been playing Car Wars now as a retro game for about the last decade or so. And you guys are almost 50. Yeah, thank and you you're... for that reminder. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- we enjoy we enjoy the game. He, I, he especially likes the game. And... You know you get together and and you do have a little battle against one another, and then usually one person will come out the victor for a long time. i want to say a good two or three years they would always as we were doing this again as adults they would all. I would always win, but they make fun of me because the very first time <laughs> the strategy I used is i I went to the other side of the board away from them, and I just drove circles <laughs> and they They were not, they've made it very clear now, even a decade later, that is not an appropriate strategy. (laughs) Well,
1: anyway, the reason we're bringing this up is that you just got together with your friends again just a few days ago. Just a few days ago. Now, a few days ago, you are the same friends you always were, except you are now Raya. You have transitioned. And you're not the old, you're the same friends, you're the same everything, everything comes together, but you're a different person now. Mm -hmm. So, you're a different person, they've accepted that, they get together, they know it, but you're still the same friends you used to be, and it kind of fits together. But something this time really set you off. Well not at the time
0: but the next day the next day tell me about it okay so that we have one of the friends in our circle doesn't come as frequently and so has not been as much a part of my transition uh, because he ends up missing for a variety of reasons Uh, he just has a lot in his life and so but this was one of the first times that he's come back. Now we've done other things together since then, but this was one of the first times that he's been back with our group in quite a while. He, when he, when, when we got together, he referred to me as he, to some, one of the other people in the group, at least a dozen times during our game session. It was difficult in the moment. And I found myself feeling more and more uncomfortable until at the very end, I, I I remember a moment where we were about to go out for dinner and I thought, I am feeling out of place in my body right now. I don't, like how my body feels. I feel like, you know, if you're wearing uncomfortable clothing, except I was wearing comfortable clothing. It wasn't the clothing. It was my skin. And I was trying to figure out why do I feel so uncomfortable right now? And I noticed in the moment, I think it's because my, my friend is continuing to misgender me. Now my friend, I don't think had any malicious intent. And in fact, I didn't say anything. I just let it go. I thought, you know, it's not worth it. I don't see these guys very often. It's not that big of a deal. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it.
1: I happen to know these friends really well because when you were a kid, you would play at our house. And I can tell you, the friend that was using the misgender. I know very well. This is a person who has a good heart. This is a person who doesn't mean to come up with anything malicious. It's just hasn't connected with who you are exactly.
0: I don't know that he has ever fully bought in Mm -hmm. on my transition or really understands it and it hasn't been we we've had a little bit of conversation about it i think just enough for him to recognize that i felt like i had to do it but i don't think he fully understands why i had to do it i think he has accepted this is how things are and he feels like he's neither neither bought in nor is a is a is an antagonist i think He feels like, "Eh, you know, you do you, and and when we get together, I'll still get together with my same friend, and it will be okay as it always was. So, you got together,
1: you played the game like you have done for many years, and you had a good
0: time together. The following... And... and I was one of the last people standing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you we did didn't, well. We didn't have a true winner this time. Every everybody ended up losing, but I was one of the last ones. Oh, to that's lose. good.
1: <laughs> anyway, the situation may have it 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 called your attention to the fact that he was using the wrong gender. But it didn't really resonate with you until later. Tell me about that. Well,
0: I, I knew in the moment that it was affecting me, and I just I couldn't wait to get back home so I could sort of recover. But the next day, it was, it was Saturday, and on Sunday, it was about noon or mid-afternoon, and I thought, I just feel on edge all day. All day I felt like I—I I was at one point I was physically shaking, and there were some some errands that I needed to run, and I found that I—it was just feeling like too sensitive, and and I was really having a tough time. And I thought, what is going on? What am I going through? Am I feeling sick? Am I? going through some kind of an issue it wasn't i wasn't even connecting with why is my body feeling the way that it's feeling because i felt fine in the moment but you had a physical reaction
1: i did so you stopped and began to think
0: backwards why am i having this reaction am i saying that right i think that that's fair i had to i had to stop and pay attention to my body and why is my body feeling this way and what's causing me to feel this way? I had to stop and slow down and think, what what is behind all this? And I realized I was still feeling the effects the next day from the conversations that we had had the day before. When I went to probe my emotions... I thought, and you and I have talked about this before, I've said it feels when somebody misgenders you, it feels like a kick in the shin. But as I was experiencing the emotions, which felt so foreign because this kind of thing doesn't happen to me anymore. I work at a job where I'm, I'm on the phones day in, day out, and people are, you know, oh, yes, ma'am. And, you know, someone will transfer a call over to me and say, we've got Raya on the phone and she's going to be assisting you from here. I don't get misgendered anymore. When I go to the store, when I go to my kids' events at the school, when I go, when I live in my life, nobody misgenders me anymore. It just doesn't happen. So this was quite a
1: reaction for you because... It wasn't a one-time or two-time thing.
0: During that course of the day, he did that more than... Multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times. I, 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 I guessed about a dozen times, but... Okay, let me ask you right away. Why
1: didn't you correct him?
0: It feels like more work to do the correction than it is to just let it go did you think you were conscious that he
1: wasn't doing it intentionally
0: yes it, it, this has happened in the past yep. in in previous years it it has also happened and, and there was one point where i said you know there's different strategies that i've adopted at different times um you may recall there was a strategy that i used early on in my transition when Mom would frequently misgender me, and at one point I thought I would just say, ow, when it happens, because I thought I've corrected you enough. Oh, yeah. And I realized I didn't get the response that I was looking for. I mm-hmm. tried it one you know, one evening, and I remember uh, my sister was there at the time, and she caught why I was doing it, but everyone kind of thought, that seems sort of obnoxious that you're doing that. <laughs> Uh, So that didn't work. Okay, Uh, I've tried other times where, you know, I've tried correcting people, and generally that doesn't go well. People's the people's general response is, "Look, I'm trying so hard. Don't you understand how hard this is for me?" Yes. And they don't really because we don't know. They can no one can see my emotions in that moment, and my friend had no idea how difficult it was. He didn't. He couldn't see my emotions, and he couldn't know how much pain it was causing me. And if I had stopped and said, I need you to know and to understand, that would have taken more work from me than it was worth. And probably when it was done, I think he would have thought, boy, Raya is just really sensitive and just needs to suck it
1: up. So you didn't want to be stereotyped and... You didn't want to seem as though, you, you didn't want to break the mood. You guys I, the, were having fun. That's fair, yeah.
0: And yeah. You
1: guys were having fun, you're having a good time, you're playing the game, and
0: everybody's enjoying themselves. And I knew that it wasn't intentional. Right. I, I, so I didn't need to call it out for that. I, I wasn't going to change him in anything that I said right there. And I I just thought, it's not
1: worth it. Now, when we were preparing for this podcast, you said to me, you did talk to the other two guys after he left, or
0: how did that go? After the fact. So, let me come back a little bit. So, I described this as being kicked in the shin. But in the moment, as I was probing my own emotions i thought i think a better way to describe this is how i ma- how i imagine you would feel if you would spend an entire day being yelled at by a drill sergeant i've be- done that <laughs> be- because in the moment you would know you would be able to tell yourself i know what they're doing they're trying to break me down so they can build me back up again but it doesn't change the fact that your emotions still feel the impact. Now, in this case, he was not trying to tear me down so he could build me up. It was an entirely different thing. But the point is, when you, it, it felt to me like someone had just been screaming at me, you are not enough, over and over again. Why did it feel that way? Well, because imagine for me in my story, that I gave up everything. I gave up my marriage. I gave up being able to live with my family. I gave up so much more. I gave up uh, having the respect of many people in the community. Why did I have to do that? Because having that pronoun mattered enough to me. I don't know why. I can't, it doesn't make any sense to me. I just know that I had to. And so what people don't understand when they use the wrong pronoun, it's saying all of that stuff that you gave up. Everything that you did doesn't really matter to me. I still see you as that person before you gave all that stuff up. and I don't really understand why did you give all that stuff up? I think you shouldn't have. Yeah, so every that that to me, is every time he used the word he for me, that was the, the feeling that I had. So that next day I felt like, no, it didn't matter that I know that he meant well, that he didn't mean to, to be anything malicious. I still felt like I had somebody scream at me the whole day yesterday, you're not enough.
1: So now, you later get that reaction. How do you feel about him? Does it change your opinion of him, or is it just a hurt situation that you know will it this too will pass?
0: I like him as a person of course I do I also feel hurt and I know that he didn't intend to hurt me so I'm not it's not going to change our friendship mm. but it does make me hard it makes it harder for me to say let's try to uh r- let's try to keep that friendship alive like we had before. It's just more difficult. Now I went back to my other friends, not that day. Oh, I went back to one friend the next day. And I said, I- I'm really struggling with what happened. And he and I have talked a bit more about it. He and I have connected more and we end up seeing each other more frequently because of other things that we're involved in.
1: And you're physically closer together, I mean.
0: Yes. And he said, actually, there were a few times, he said, I I cringed more than a few times. Oh. He, he, it was difficult for him to see our other friend uh, interesting. saying and doing some of those things. Uh-huh. And I think... He was really supportive. That actually really helped me. When he told me that, I said, good, it wasn't just me. I mean, I knew it wasn't just me. He But noticed having it too. somebody else, yeah, it just authenticated my feelings. And that, I couldn't have told you before he said it that that would have mattered to me. But after he said it, that's all he needed to say was, yeah, I cringed a few times. Oh, good, then. It wasn't just me. So what is the message
1: for our audience? We've got parents out there that are trying to accept in whatever the situation is, and they're making mistakes. What? What do you tell them?
0: Where, where are we? Well? I think it's possible that my friend could end up listening to this podcast. I'm not going to go out of my way to say, hey, listen to this thing because I got a message for you on here. Yeah. But if he does, obviously he knows I still think he's a great guy. I still really like his friendship. And anybody else that you're in those same shoes, I want you to know, we as your LGBTQ loved ones we don't hate you. We're not hurt. I mean, maybe we. I can't speak for your, your specific situation. But as a matter of course, we want to try to make this work. I wanted to talk about this because unless you've heard someone tell the story, you don't know how deeply, how deeply it affects us. And I just want you to be aware so that you can try to compensate appropriately. If you're making mistakes and you think it's not that big of a deal, it doesn't really put that much emphasis on changing. But if you realize how much it hurts, and I I consider myself a very well-adjusted person. In fact, that's part of why I didn't say anything is because I think I am well-adjusted enough. I don't need to make a big deal out of this. I don't need to be the person that throws a fit because you're getting it wrong. But it hurt. And if I feel that way, I imagine that that person in your life that's maybe a young transitioner, she or he is probably feeling that way even more so. And I need you to understand that this hurts us.
1: Are there mistakes like that that also are being made by people who have... You're transgender, but what about people who are gay or lesbian? Uh, Are there situations, are there
0: mistakes that people make That hurt them? I'm sure there are. I I don't feel as qualified to be able to speak to that because I'm not in those shoes specifically. But I can say from the the folks that I've talked to, the kinds of things that I hear that will be especially hurtful is when you don't acknowledge or accept their partner or you make assumptions about them I think it doesn't come up as frequently, but when it comes up, I think it is probably just as hurtful.
1: I think you're right. You know, my only close relationship that I'm aware of is you and me. Uh, I don't have close... Oh, actually, I did. She unfortunately has passed away not long ago, but we both had a, a... a um a, a lesbian friend, very close friend that that uh, yeah, and I uh, I really don't think I ever made any mistakes with her talking about her partner or anything like that, or 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 even it even became anything that it wasn't something that I would slip because
0: there's nothing to slip, you know what I mean? I do and i'm sure this would be a topic that if we were to have someone in here they could probably tell you lots of things that you and i both overlook because we're not in that situation but i'm sure right. there are some and that would be a great conversation to ask your own friend maybe you have someone hey is there anything that i can do to be more of an ally or anything where i'm where i've slipped up they the one thing you will sometimes hear from people in the LGBTQ community or any marginalized community is it's not my job to educate you. So you, you always need to ask permission. The reason is it can be difficult sometimes to have that conversation. Just as I didn't want to have that conversation with my friend. One answer I could give you to why didn't I say something is because I don't really owe him to correct him. I don't owe him that. Hmm. And oftentimes there can be an assumption that we do owe that. That if there, if if he's slipping up, I have an obligation to tell him so that he doesn't do it again. Well, it I may not feel it might not feel good for me to say that, and I have no obligation. And so you might have a friend that you want to come, and so you need to be sensitive to that and say, "Look, I understand. You have no obligation." To share any of this with me, because this can be difficult to talk about. But if you feel so inclined, and, and the best time to do this is do it when you're not, when you haven't just hurt them. Come at a time where you're getting things right. And, and you know, say th- maybe we could uh, ask you
1: out there when you're listening, is there something out there that you say or something you hear someone else say that bothers you, something that hurts you and you haven't you haven't approached it, you haven't said anything about it because you don't want to be the problem part of the situation we'd like to hear from you we'd like to hear what you have to say about that we want to hear the buzzwords we want to hear what do people say that are going to make you bristle? that they don't know that they're saying that we haven't addressed here. You can write us at
0: trans transdescendant at gmail dot com. And we do read every email. So uh please don't feel like we're going to miss it. Uh we we will read everyone. We've been very grateful for the, the support and the response that we've gotten so far. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got so much great stuff coming up. We're really excited. We will look forward to to speaking with you again next week.